The following podcast uses profanity in creative ways, and we bring up all the topics that you are warned against talking about in polite conversations. The contents herein are for entertainment purposes only. All stated opinions, views, and jokes are those of the person making them and do not necessarily reflect any business, nonprofit organization, state government, or federal government. Listener discretion is very much advised. everybody welcome back to the utah outcast it's wednesday and this is the second of the twice weekly progressive politics and current events podcast episodes you get say that three times fast people uh this is episode number 174 i don't have any funny quips about utah because i was too lazy to write them this week and i'm x your host as always and uh joining me as always god damn it fucking crutches uh <laughs> are felicia entwistle and kyle steenblake welcome back to the show you two hey. always happy to be here um I wanted to talk about something that I found the other day because I listened to a local radio station and they were talking about a Mormon dating app called Mutual. That's what it's called. They're so yeah. clever. That is kids. so unsexy. That is the it's... most unsexy thing I've ever heard. Might as well just call it Cockblock as an app or something <laughs> like that, or just you know, Mutual. Salt. Let, let's just call. It, let's this, just. Is this is this a financial agreement? Are we? Is there a contract involved? I'm not interested. Well. Might as well just call it saltpeter. <laughs> chemical castration, the app. Because <laughs> that's what it sounds like to me. And so they were talking about it because there was a... a people, this is the Mormon version of Tinder. Okay. For hookups Mormon that don't of actually... Anything is not good. Ooh, no. I want to get on there and just post like my pole dancing stuff and like just really, really hardcore sexual and see what happens. You just know. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I will bring you to the dark side. Trust me, it's better here. <laughs> <laughs> but man, it's I, I, I looked up this app when I was looking at uh, stuff on iTunes and stuff just mm-hmm. because I wanted to look at it. And there's like somebody that left a review like in uh, November. It says, on my mission, someone told me to use this app. Am I? Uh, okay. On your while you were on your mission, you used this app, or when you were on your mission, somebody told you to use this app. I don't. Uh, this is a review that we were, we're oh, reading here. Okay, oh, okay, yeah, so yeah. we're unsure uh-huh. about. Okay, it's fine. The tense, the use of tense is improper. Mm-hmm. Is important. Okay. Yeah. Yes. So, yes. This is why we you. Yes. Right. Okay. This is why you proofread before you leave stuff. You know. <laughs> I wasn't into clear. dating apps. I wasn't into dating apps much, but I thought I'd do it to please my friend. There we go. Little did I know that my future eternal companion also had her brother-in-law tell her to get the app because of her, quote, post-mission awkwardness. You know what that's called? It's called PTSD for being out in fucking two years away from your family. No, Is no, it no, no, fucking no. Oh, yeah, no, they don't, women, they don't give the ladies women, two years. Women get 18 months. Yeah. Oh, well, I'm, I'm just saying the that. the pretty ones get temple assignments. Mm-hmm. True. Pretty ones get temple assignments. That's a thing. Mm-hmm. While using the app, we were both matched as mutual and started messaging each other. After a couple of days, we went on a date, which soon turned to seeing each other every day. Slow the fuck down, guys. Wait, was that a date? One date, and then they saw each other every day? We went on a date, which soon turned to seeing each other every day. So that was a singular. I pl- okay, I don't, I'm not comfortable with a guy who texts me every day after one date. 
Yeah. I'm no. pleased to announce that we will be married February 10th, 2018. So they're married now. They've gone through the weird shit at the Rexburg, Idaho Temple. I'm not saying that mutual will work for everyone, but it worked for me and my fiance with like an extra E. Um, <laughs> That's just because yeah. you two want to fuck so bad. Just fuck. Yeah. You guys, you know, you, you can just yeah, fuck. You can just do it. Well, and as I was listening to a uh, fellow podcaster, Richard Stedman, talking about this app on the, mm-hmm. the radio. It, he has a show called The Cultural Hall. Don't get, don't listen to it. It's <laughs> unless you really, really need to feel like you're in church. Um, oh, it sounds awful. It is awful. Oh, I, I saw mean, him. It, it's not he my was, flavor. He was it's DJing at the, uh, the aquarium Valentine's Day thing I went to. I went over and said, hi. I said, do you remember me? He goes, yes. And I go, oh. Hey, thanks for standing us up twice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and he goes, uh, he goes, I'm like, I'm Felicia Entwistle. I was the atheist that made you not hate atheists anymore. <laughs> so come to find out that they use this as a hookup app. Usually mm-hmm. a lot of people do for, oh, you know, for some snogging or for, as, as the Mormons yeah. call it, sparking. Sparking. <laughs> yes. It's extreme uh, grinding. Ex- extreme genital grinding with clothes on kind of thing is what. It's, it's dry I mean, humping. I've off that way, but like it usually progresses. Dry humping so hard that you cause sparks to happen. If if you're if your oh. name for this, if your name for this is de- like putting down what you're doing, like it's dry humping so hard you're making sparks. What? Okay. Why? Why would God? Why would God care? <laughs> like if you're getting off, why would God care if it's in you or not? Like where is that line? It's still that's sex. That's sex. That's on the spectrum yeah. of sex. That's on the spectrum of sex. Sex. Mm. And I'm just looking at it. it's. Just, it's just funny to me that that, mm. that this is an app. I get it. People need to be able to fuck people with their same mutual. Yeah, mutual. <laughs> the least sexy thing you can call it. mutual. Yeah, that's we what I like about mutual understanding. I think you want to look about, up this app now. <laughs> that's what I like about Grinder. Like you know. Oh, that's yeah. there for oh, fucking, you know. <laughs> it, it, Tinder, meh, but grinder is just like, yeah, you're there looking for some hog. That's all you're there for. That's what it is. That's what it is. Uh, <laughs> prostitutes do real well on grinder too. So, no, I mean, we're we're okay with sex workers. As I'm long fine as, you know, with it. You're yeah. safe, you know. <laughs> like yeah, uh, well, the only... they are usually trying to be safe. The world mm. isn't safe for them. And that's a problem with the world, not the yeah. work. <laughs> Absolutely. They're offering so, yeah, a very just... valuable service. Sometimes I uh, I heard of one on uh, Grinder. He he gives you a full body massage. He is a licensed masseuse. And then more. And I was like, that is a delightful service. What a gentleman. Felicia. Masseur. Masseur? <laughs> Ma- <fantastic> masseur. <laughs> what, a, what, a, what a lovely service that person offers. What a lo- I. I honestly think people should be able to pay for sex because there's some lonely as fuck people out there that don't want yes. the long-term relationship. They just want a little bit of companionship and some physical contact and that's well, it. You know, here's the thing is that, uh, yeah, physical contact is huge. Uh, and for a lot of lonely people, it's really hard for them to break that cycle, uh, without, without somebody who can listen to them. It's one thing why therapy is so helpful and why, <laughs> frankly having a friend with benefits is great but not everyone has access to that and so paying for sex paying for human companionship somebody to talk to to listen to to be your uh, a friend and a and a companion for a moment and even maybe over a few times that's gonna help them 
get back in touch with their ability to connect with people. And that's a good thing. This right, is yeah, there's no reason thing. no reason it should have a stigma attached to it. No, it's a good thing. Holy shit. We, we <laughs> fucking hate sex in the everywhere. Everywhere hates sex, and it's stupid. It's stupid. Mutual sex. is the place where LDS singles can make meaningful connections that lead to real dating. The app was created by BYU grads who know but how difficult it can be. Sorry, real, pause. <laughs> real dating as opposed to fake dating? What's is that that's sure, an escort. That's dating, an escort. Not, yeah. Real dating. Whatever, man. <laughs> it's just the this is the bad the worst fucking plug I've heard for things here. Oh. It's like in the words of Brigham Young, quote, oh. This is the place. <laughs> it, um, my boners. Oh, here's the best part, Felicia. In the words you're, of Brigham Young. You might make a good force. Your idea of being a Jezebel on there would not work because listen to what it says here. Oh, yes, yes, yes. The Mutual team is committed to upholding the standards of our faith and making Mutual a genuine and safe place you can trust. Everyone is required to sign in through Facebook to ensure people are who they claim to be. And all profiles get reviewed by one of our LDS team members before oh, entering our community. There it is. We I also like, make it I'll easy. It me, like. We also make it easy to report inappropriate behavior in the app to maintain a positive environment for everyone. I was like, you know I, what this leads to? This leads to the hands handmaid's tale. That's what yeah, this leads yeah. to. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> you know, this is not about men. This is not about men. Uh, <laughs> like, well, okay. It might be about dick pics. But, you know, okay, Cupid, fix that. You can't send pictures in the app. Really great. Yeah. Um, hey, you, you, right now, right now, with that one exposed shoulder there, Felicia, porn to porn. these guys. <laughs> oh, my God. And I'm <sighs> studying like exotic dance and shit. Ah. I am a force to be reckoned with at this point. Like, <laughs> you are Felicia, you would, the tornado. You, you would, you would challenge so many testimonies. I really would. I have done it. I have done it. I convinced a return missionary true believer that premarital sex was good once. <laughs> I can. I really. I would have made an amazing concubine back when society didn't hate them. Like, like I'm not concubine. Courtesan. A courtesan. Like. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I would have mm. I would have just I just would have made all the money doing it. But society <laughs> hates sex workers now and so I'm not going to like get into that. Uh, all right, so we need to we need to wrap this up. If oh, this yeah. is the first time that you've heard the show, we've got a lot for you to enjoy. But first, a word from another podcast you really should be listening to. This is the Utah Cast and we'll be right back with more of this insanity. The Hardcore Skeptic Examines is a bi-monthly documentary-style podcast that includes interviews, research, and commentary from your host, Corey Johnston. That's me. As the host of the Brainstorm podcast, I've spent the last three-plus years trying to spread critical thinking and skepticism while having fun. This project is intended to look at some of those same topics covered by Brainstorm, but a bit deeper. With the long intervals between episodes and the long format, I'm hoping to provide good information that educates as well as entertains. Check out my Patreon for more details at www.patreon.com slash hardcoreskeptic or follow my Twitter at hardcoreskeptic. For those that are listening outside of Utah, you might not know who Jim DeBacchus is. I mean, as a Democrat, he is very vocal about a lot of the stuff that goes on in the state, especially the, the church-run legislature that we have here. Well, he Don't is, deny it, folks. He's a gay man, so, I mean, yes. he's been very personally affected by the church running shit around here. So. And earlier this week, he made a, an effort to point out more of the hypocrisy for people in the state that, uh, that, that tend to think the rest of us shouldn't be allowed to be adults. If you haven't heard from listening to us by now, we are very 
dead set against this 0.05 blood alcohol limit thing that they have going on. Absolutely. Honestly, it's not going to affect any of us three. No. Because we're not stupid enough to drink in public and then drive somewhere. I mean, even if it's iffy, you know, we know to sit around, sober up for a couple hours somewhere, go do something else, you know. We're not dumb enough to, for this to affect us. I will, they're, they're, I will call a lift. I, I call a lift if I, if I suspect I might have a couple drinks. Yeah. Like, I don't fuck around. So earlier this week, uh, on Thursday, at an 8 a.m. legislative hearing to, to, hear, to delay the implementation of Utah's new .05 drunken driving law, he said the following, quote, I went out and had breakfast and two mimosas, and I feel perfectly fine. He said to the Senate Transport he's a fairly Transportation large Committee, man. He's, he's quite tall. Now, no. he did take a he did take a breathalyzer before he showed up there, and it showed that his blood alcohol content level was 0.05. So he would be legally considered drunk in Utah with the state law that takes effect December 30th of this year, and it lowers the legally drunk limit from 0.08 to 0.05. 0.05 is I'm over 0.0 just with my size. I'm over 0.05 with one drink. One. Oh yeah, it's a it's a ridiculous standard. Point to me though is like this was an eight a.m. legislative hearing. Mm-hmm. Where the fuck did he go that he can have two mimosas at eight a.m.? He <laughs> he probably made home. them himself. Yeah, at I'm home. sure. It's a, he, but he said I went out and had breakfast. So oh. I'm like, I don't know what kind there, of place is serving the senator stuff under the table. He he, <laughs> he was literally creating a narrative, which is something Jim yeah. does. He's very yeah. good at creating He's, a narrative. He, he tells. That. He's very storytelling, which is, you know what? I'm not opposed to that form of communication. Yeah, um, he's good at it. He is good at it. And uh, so he clearly had, memo- he clearly like had two drinks at home. Mm-hmm. That's how Utahns do it. He had that's two drinks. Utah- that was, that's yeah. how Utahns do it. Yeah. Now, you got to hear the audio here because it's really funny. I'm going to play it for you guys to hear it. It's, it's not a video. It's just an audio that I can find out there. Here we go. I'm, I'm discouraged. You know, the legislature doesn't really understand alcohol. They don't drink, and they're making up uh, laws about which they know nothing. I had, I had a Mormon guy, not going to name names, but when I was talking with him earlier this week, I regularly get to talk with this guy. He's like, well, there's nothing in the, the Book of Mormon about weed. And I'm like, yeah, as long as you're not like, smoking i think smoking is still not okay with the word of wisdom he's like well yeah i'm like well that's cool but you know if you're gonna follow the word of wisdom as hard as you thinking you're following it right there there's nothing against you having a beer yeah true what what it's a drink of barley guys you know (laughs) true Mm -hmm. not hard to do so anyway jim debacus was just really interesting this week that he showed up there with a couple of drinks in him like 0.05 that's not even like buzzing that's not even feeling no i I probably drank all of those Michelob Ultras the last couple of weeks I was doing the show yeah. and probably barely hit that limit after like six <laughs> because <laughs> that's how light beer works. Yeah. So the committee tabled the, the state bill uh, three to two, but there's a second bill that also proposes the 0.05 imposed standard be delayed uh, being sponsored by uh, Representative Karen Kwan of Murray. Mm-hmm. And so... They keep trying to wait until this 0.05 implementation, until three other states enact the 0.05, and more scientific evidence supports the standard, you know? Right. But it's... But we're not going to wait for, you know, the actual results of things to come in before we implement No, them. no. But this one, this one is, like, this one is kind of stupid. 
because if you're at 0.05, odds are pretty good. Even if you are driving, you are not going to be displaying any signs of inebriate. Anything that's going to get you pulled over for it. I question so, whether you could have a piece of like extra gum and have have it show up as like being out al- like full alcohol. Or a YouTube, right. <laughs> or YouTube subscribers. I'm sorry, but my cat was being the cutest in the whole world. It was just like a puddle in my lap, and it was just the cutest. And I was trying to get a picture, and he moved. For those listen, for those listening with audio, Felicia was leaning way the fuck back, trying to get a picture I, with I her camera. It, she <laughs> was well, she was leaning way back, but you couldn't see the cat. No, you can't. So see she cat. was just she was just pointing the camera down at her crotch. <laughs> <laughs> she was she was literally taking a pussy pic. What I was, <laughs> yeah. But he just kept kissing me. Why would he do that? Well, didn't you tell me that you had gripped him by the buttocks and pulled him closer? Yes, but that was because I was concerned that he might fall. I mean, doctor, his pants were down around his goddamn ankles. (laughs) A member of the Neset, that's with a K, Neset, in in Israel, by the name of Itzik Shmuley. Sorry, that's the most Jewy name I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> super, I wasn't say super it, Jewy. but, but Shmuley. Okay. All right, fine. He's, he has said that anti-LGBT ideas and opinions must be wiped out like diseases. And I agree with this guy, you know? All right. Because, because okay. he's saying this in response to Rabbi Yigal Levenstein's anti-gay comments. Uh, oh, remember what we said, said about the super Jewy name? Yeah. yeah. No. We have a Levenstein. new winner. I, I disagree. Shmuley is still Shmuley's pretty. Shmuley's still pretty good. But <laughs> what did you say, Levenstein? Levenstein. Yeah. yeah that's pretty, that's what was the, what Jewy, was the first name? Shmuley. What was the first name though? The first guy's name was Itzik, and the other one's name was Yigal. Yigal Levenstein. Rabbi Yigal Levenstein. That's pretty. It's a really, really close race. Really. Okay. Really. Shmuley sounding like a rad dude so far, so I want to hear him out. Okay. Anyway, so he said that. Uh, the violence is being supported from the top, said the uh, the Zionist member of, uh, sorry, the Zionist Union uh, member of the Neset. Uh, During the last year, we have witnessed an insane escalation. We need to respond to Rabbi Levenstein. Now, Levenstein's been known for expressing the ideas that women in the army become non-Jews, which is just a weird thing to say, and that homosexuals are perverts. I bet you, Mr. Levenstein, that you're a pervert as well. Probably we're all I, perverts, sir. Oh, we're all we perverts all down get here. Off to all, weird. all of it. Like, all of us. All of us. I I am convinced. I I am honestly convinced. We need to put this out there as like a T-shirt idea. Be like mm-hmm. everybody's a pervert. <laughs> oh, we are. We're all just nasty. Yeah. And I'm just into it. Wanna, you are yeah. all. Everyone's got their kinks. Everyone's like when pe- got when their When people kinks. have have shit about like the pride festivals and stuff like that, it'd be like. It ain't your thing. Just don't go to it. It's yeah. like, oh, well, why are they dancing around in their underwear? Because they can. Because they and can. That's what they want to have do. Have you ever so, danced around in your yeah. underwear? Have I you have gone? a whole choreography about it. It's fun. <laughs> I take off my shirt. It's just great. Yeah, doesn't matter. Try just try going to one of those parades and having a bad time. They're so, so serious. Mr. Shmuley has made history because he was the first openly gay MK to come out of the closet while in office. 
Hmm. Sounds like they're a little bit more advanced in their politics than we are because it took what what was his name? Who was the uh, Barney Frank? It took mm-hmm. him retiring for him to talk about stuff like, well, no, he was actually openly gay when he was in, wasn't he? Yeah, no, he was. He, he was it's the fact gay. that he's an atheist that he, right. he kept to himself. Yeah, That's yeah, right. I forgot about thing. that. Mm-hmm. Uh, he said he made really these comments common in the LGBTQ community, by the way, like you talk to a lot of them. They're not involved in atheist activism, but they're like, yeah, I'm an atheist. And they'll use yeah. the word. Like, yeah. yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, no, it's almost <laughs> like they got other problems. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can only have this problem, Kyle. You can only have this problem that the atheist community Look, constantly we says. We are super persecuted. Did you see that <laughs> yeah. Florida is putting in God they trust in their schools? We're super persecuted. And yes, I'm opposed to that. Did you but, yeah. did you see that we had one of our own come out as an abuser and you know we need Ooh. to defend him? <laughs> you gotta talk about that. Well later. 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 <laughs> yeah, much later. later. I know much later, later, but I mm. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. So anyway, during the uh, the fifth annual report of the Nearcott Center to fight LGBT hatred claims in that in 2017, there was a 26 percent increase in the number of reported incidents in comparison to the previous year. And it says here that every four minutes, an offensive comment about LGBT people are placed online on the Hebrew Internet, the Hebrew Internet. Well, they've got their own Internet. What? They got their own Internet. The, the Illuminati people are right about this. I want to hear Alex Jones talk about the Hebrew internet. <laughs> it's pretty boring. I'm sure it is. It's boiled before it's baked. I'm sorry, you know. but how <laughs> often anti like you can't use things? it on Saturday. Wait, unless it's up and running already and it's listening to you, <laughs> so you can't actually push the button to make it work. But you can hire someone to push the button. You can hire someone to push the button for Ooh, you. Or, or if you put mouse. a magical if you put a magical line around your neighborhood, you can use that. Maybe uh, that's how they got they were able to do that. They made the computer lines that those magical like this is my house mm-hmm. line that yeah, they Yeah, yeah, yeah. The A roof. There you go. Oh, it's so amazing. <laughs> but Magic, it's just interesting to me that they're worse than Wiccans. It's amazing to me that they, they've got it narrowed down to every four minutes this happens. I'm like you guys have been sitting there with a stopwatch, or is it really happening that fucking you talk, much, man? You talk to Jews, you talk to Jews, and they're like, "Yeah, I don't care if you don't believe in God. That makes sense." Like yeah, they don't give okay, a shit. You know? It's the weirdest, but they still do the magic shit. They're like, "Yeah, yeah you know, like, like, no magic, you know, just in case, just in case." I'm so like, he says, <laughs> he says that the the next issue that's going to be explosive in Israeli society, boo. Don't talk about explosions in Israeli no. society. Phrasing, man. Phrasing, man. Palestinians. Oh, that's dark. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Rocket lobbers. Um, um. <laughs> Fuck you, Zionists. Just saying. <laughs> Sorry. Not fans. No. Uh, no. Not fans no, not of Zionism. Fan. No. Really? So anyway, he Don't said the next a, issue. Like an issue with any specific Jew. Like, no, being a Jew is not an issue to me. I mean, I'm going to make fun of your religion. I'm just going to keep doing that. Hmm. Yeah. So the uh, the problem that he's saying is going to be the next big thing is that the topic of adoption. And we're having that problem right here in the United States uh-huh. as well. So it's not localized here. So dumb. Oh, my God. It's, he so says it's dumb. only it's only a matter of time until we can get access to surrogate mothers for LGBT couples into Israeli law. He added. Oh. And he said that the annual report on the LGBT hate crimes was named after Nir Katz, a, a gay youth who was murdered 
and the Bar Nor attack of 2009. So they're going to honor their, all these things, but that Rabbi Yigal Livenstein, don't go looking up his stuff. I looked up a couple of the things that he said, and I'm just yeah. like, this guy's just so mm, dumb. Bad. And he's a religious leader, so therefore it's okay. So they were no, like, so like, they, then people like think he matters. Like everyone thinks, like he has some sort of wisdom or insight or something. It's so this is so dumb. Oh my god, it's 2018. It has been Religion. 2,000 years since they made up the first year. Like they just picked it. They just picked what year one was, and it wasn't even year one when they started. They just decided oh, no, that no, was like year the one. Jewish, the, like the the Jewish calendar, the the Hebrew calendar. We're on like year seven thousand right now, or something. Okay, but they still arbitrarily <laughs> picked year one, and it was yeah, yeah. But but it's just it. that they picked year one like way long ago. They were yeah. they were they were they were polytheists. Yeah. For a I think long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is so dumb. Oh my god. This yeah, let's fight over who's got the right calendar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we had gay marriage. In the Catholics had gay marriage. The Cath the, the Romans had gay marriage. A bunch of Native American <laughs> tribes had gay marriage. There was gay marriage in Japan. We ha we've had this. In, in Dogs like and cats living together. <laughs> it's so dumb. I'm so exhausted with this yeah. whole so, like I just want to give credit where credit is due. This it's a uh, schmooly guy. Seems well, like an alright dude. He seems chill. Like I totally yeah, would, I yeah. would totally hang out with that guy and drink alcohol because they can. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, and he seems like the kind of guy that would like to have a drink with. Me. I mean, I would serve bacon. That would just be kind of <laughs> shitty. Yeah, unless you know he's okay with that. But yeah, I mean, so they're Jews that eat bacon. That's a thing. So yeah. we agree. Uh, Anti-LGBT ideas and opinions must be wiped out like diseases yes, because it absolutely. is really a blight yeah. on our nation. Fucking vaccinate your children and stop being a homophobe. It's so fucking stupid. You're both equally. So fucking stupid. Are those you're killing are, people? You're killing are those people. genitals that you're you know so mad about someone else touching? Are those going in your mouth? Oh, no, no, no. Then doesn't fucking matter to you, now does it? <laughs> but I have to think about it. No, you don't. You nope. really don't. You know how often I think about my parents fucking? Besides, when I go back and listen to the old episodes of the show, none, none <laughs> times. <laughs> we don't care where you catch the show, whether it be iTunes, Overcast, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Spreaker, or hell, even YouTube. If you enjoy the show, even the slightest amount, all we ask is that you guys give us a subscribe, like, or share us with your friends. Without word of mouth, we'd have never become the show that we are today. Give me a uh, liter of cola. A what? A liter of cola. Liter of cola? Do we make liter of cola? Well, you just order a large farva. I don't want a large farva. I want a goddamn liter of cola. I don't know what that is. Leader is French. Forgive me some fucking cola before I break Moose fucking leg. All right, all right, relax. This is from a conservative article about the school shooting that just recently happened. Uh, oh God, it's gonna and, be awful. Oh my God. Okay. And it's from it's from the Daily Wire, and it's yeah. not gonna be as awful as you think it is. Daily Wire is pretty bad. I mean, they offered me a free Ben Shapiro book if I signed up for their <laughs> you know email newsletter, and I'm like, oh, wow, you just no. got to give them away for free, huh? Is that how you do things? Like, no, that's okay. So anyway, it says here on Friday, CNN issued a shock report finding that earlier reports regarding Broward County Sheriff's Deputy Scott Peterson. Why has it got to be another Scott Peterson? God damn it. Oh, my God. Case people with the last name Peterson. Stop naming your child Scott. Just yeah. Stop. 
The armed school safety officer who appeared or apparently cowered outside the Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School while mass shooter slaughtered 17 people inside were accurate, Mm -hmm. but that Peterson wasn't the only officer waiting outside, according to CNN. Right. And this is the quote that they say here. Uh, When Coral Springs police officers arrived at Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School in Parkland, Florida, on February 14th, in the midst of the school shooting crisis, many officers were surprised to find not only that Broward County guy, Scott Peterson, the armed school resource officer, had not entered the building, but three other Broward County Sheriff's deputies were also outside the school and had not entered. So four. Four cops that did not go into the building. Huh. And um, so this is the the right wing is trying to take this now and trying to lay all of the blame on all on the kids officers, that are dead are on, on the officers on this but thing. You know what? The, these officers were very likely not trained in active shooter drills. That's a specialized uh, law enforcement. That's, yeah, that's, that's like uh, what that's, are, what and I'm I'm not going to. to do. What were they supposed I, to do? There's been a lot of people giving me a lot of pushback on this. We're like, mm-hmm. they were a fucking coward for not going in there. It's like, no, uh-huh. they valued their life. I mean, That's, honestly, yeah. honestly, I, I agree. If you're a police officer and you're not willing to go to this level of, you know, this is your job to protect people to go in there. But police don't protect people. They protect property. They, that's, that's what people need to realize. Accurate. Yeah. They, mm-hmm. they, uh, they arrest people. They do not protect people. That's very true. I mean, they're not. It's, there's, you get you I get pre- the hero cop thing happen every once in a while. Very, you get that very happening late. every once in a while. And the thing is, is like you shouldn't be blaming the Scott Peterson guy for being scared for his life and hiding out because who wouldn't be fucking scared of somebody shooting up a school with an AR-15? But this goes deeper for me. How okay? He used smoke bombs. Uh, how was he supposed to know what the situation was going in? So I took EMT yeah. The shooter and- just wanted to kill everybody. He right. didn't care who. Okay, I if the cop comes in there, he could shoot. He could shoot wildly down a hallway and probably hit a couple of people. I you used know? to be. I used to be certified as an EMT. So let me talk to you about da- entering a dangerous uh, area. You mm-hmm. don't fucking do it. All right. So here's the thing: is that there, uh, as an EMT, my job was would be to go in and stabilize as many people as I could to perform basic triage. And stabilize as many people as I could, right? Uh, wrap uh, pressure bandages or setting whatever you could do. Um, we actually did an active shooter drill, and they radioed back to us because we had actual radios. Mm-hmm. Uh, scene unsafe, and uh, the shooter came up the stairs out of uh, to us where we were staging. I mm-hmm. fucking ran. I fucking ran my ass off around the damn building and they were like you were the only person to do that you would have survived everyone else was dead like i just and the thing is that these cops going into that active shooter scene could not have prevented the violence what they would have done is only introduced more risk to everyone they can't they can't go in they can't go in guns blazing they cannot do it uh, th- so of course they froze. Of course they froze because there was nothing they could do. You have to. Uh, the active shooter thing is so complex and it's so hard to get right that it takes yeah. monthly training minimum. Monthly training minimum. These cops, these regular street cops, are not getting monthly active shooter training. It's just no. not feasible. Yeah. Most, most, uh, most. Let's not forget. This is mostly a gated community that yeah. the, these cops, the, these sheriffs, are the cops of. You know, right. it's not really. It's upward, upper middle class, you know, lower middle class kind of place to live. It's not 
high crime. It's not high in this it's, kind of thing. It's an incredibly safe place they were in. Why on earth yeah. would they? And if they go into this scenario and they try to take out this shooter, they they could create more damage. That's the real issue. And if they go in and they try to start helping people, they could then themselves get shot and then they are adding to the problem. This is why fleeing is your best bet. Flee is the best bet because if you get away from the shooter, then they can't shoot you. It's the, the, it's the thing. Right, if you're right. away from most, them, they can't shoot you. Right. Most, but I, I most, love most of them. Most law enforcement will will not enter a an active shooter um, situation. No, they won't enter the building with without. They're more likely to get shot. Right. With without SWAT. They will wait till a SWAT force shows up and they've got shield and full body armor before well, look, they enter. Case in point, look what happened in the atheist community that we had with uh, Scott, whatever the hell his name was. I don't, I don't care because he's a fucking murderer. He doesn't yeah. get to have the honor anymore of having a, a name. He killed his wife and oh, then yeah, himself. That yeah. yeah, that fucker. The cops heard the gunshots. They were there before the gunshots happened. Mm hmm. Then the gunshots happened, and they still didn't rush in. They didn't rush in to see what was going on. Right. They waited for SWAT to get there and for them to right. take care of the because issue. Because they could become casualties themselves and therefore yeah. complicate the situation and but make I love, it worse. That's right. I love. It's it, 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 it's a brutal. People. It's a brutal truth. It's a brutal truth. Mm -hmm. But the thing is that you're the people who are who are there to rescue you cannot enter quickly they cannot just enter guns blazing it's 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 not fair and it's not right but the thing is that they will cause more damage entering than not emts will not enter an active shooter area because and they teach you this and it's for a very logical reason your first priority is yourself because mm -hmm. if right. you get yourself into a bad situation you are causing more harm mm -hmm. and so for me we're going to tie it up with this nice little knot here. This completely destroys your fucking good guy with the gun thing oh, that you keep yeah. bringing up. It doesn't fucking work. No. You good had four cops the there. Doesn't, four doesn't four good guys with guns who couldn't do anything about it. Mm -hmm. When they people bring up the whole uh, Brady getting shot uh, during uh, pr protecting Ronald Reagan and all those Secret Service people around him, guess what? He still got shot. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, if you think that good guys with the gun are going to stop people from doing bad things, it's, it's not, not going to happen. It's not magic. One in five active shooters have mm -hmm. been stopped by civilians. The vast majority of those, one in five, so already we're looking at a minority of civilians stopping an active shooter. The vast majority that have been successful have mm -hmm. done it without a gun. Did you know that if you're not a Patreon patron, you're not getting the entire show each week? It's true, we record a whole hell of a lot of extra stuff each week that if you're not beyond the veil, you're missing out. Starting at the $1 and $2 levels, you can immediately gain access to the secret patron shows that some folks need to wait a full half year before hearing. From there, we hit the $3 level where you get additional episodes that we record about once a month uh, where we zero in on an adversary to the show. But for the best value, we suggest the $5 a month level where you get the full uncut episodes that come packed with about an extra hour worth of the Utah Outcast crew laughing at jokes to the rest of the world that most people won't hear, or talk about things that only the patrons will get to chime in on. That means that for each month, you get about four additional episodes worth of content for you to enjoy along with the other rewards. The biggest benefit, I think, would be that you get both episodes that we record in one lump sum, 
instead of having to wait for them to drop on Monday and on Wednesday. Look at it as an investment on your entertainment each month. We're much more than the cheap little pizza you might miss out on if you decided to become a patron. So what are you waiting for? Donate today. Check out patreon.com slash utahoutcasts for more information. We've been getting a lot of Gordon Klingenschmidt lately, and um, I don't yeah, like kind of rubbing my Chaps. hands together. I'm like, eh, eh, I just Doctor Doctor. He's balding more and more every time I see him. Too, he's starting to look like a really sad Charlie Brown. Is his <laughs> turtleneck creeping? Starting to creep up? No, his chin start. His it's not or the turtleneck <laughs> creeping up. It's the waddle going down below <laughs> the neckline, and it's like he's starting to like George Lucas that sweater where Tucking it's like. It in. It's taking over, like it's starting to come over, like a like a a, a man's beer gut hanging over his belt. It's like, it's, yeah, but neck. <laughs> you know what? I'm not. I'm not the most beautiful person in the world. But you know what? I don't give a shit because I'm on. I'm on. Buy shirts. I'm on, that fit yeah, is all I buy shirts head. that fit. And here's the thing: you have to have very good self esteem to put yourself out there in podcast form mm-hmm. and on YouTube form. So. I feel pretty fine about myself. Yes, I'm overweight, but you know what? I don't look like Gordon Klingenschmidt. <laughs> and I definitely don't have the fucking personality problems that he does because I don't start every conversation with... Let's take a moment and discern the spirits. Let's not. <laughs> In this story, you have a Christian baker who is minding her own business, serving people wedding cakes. Oh, if it was just as simple as, you know, Wait, minding you know, then their she's own not business. minding her own business. She's minding other people's business. That's literally yeah. minding other people's Yeah. That's her job is minding other people's business. If it were only they come so to simple. her and say, Here, <laughs> I have this thing I want to do business with you. And she's like, That's what I do is do business with what you want. No, but you're gay. <laughs> we know that's what that's but what minding doing. her own business. No, she's minding other people's business. That's mm-hmm. called a service, and that's what she does. The very definition of you not minding your own business, lady. All right, so, <laughs> Gordon, sorry. And probably birthday cakes, and probably nondescript cakes of all flavors. <laughs> that was necessary. That was a necessary description. Wedding cakes and other various desserts. <laughs> various, I'm going to let him say that again. Just, just, I'm going to finger count mm. the pause if I can. Probably nondescript <laughs> like three... cakes of all flavors. <laughs> and you also have a lesbian couple who is not content <laughs> that they've somehow overturned the will of the voters twice in California who said marriage is between one man and one woman. Yeah, that's not yeah. Fuck all to do word. with California anymore, though, dude. <laughs> Also, it, and it's, it's it's federal now. Also, buddy, it's not not how rights work. Not how. No. Um, there's an awful lot of racists in a lot of places. Mm-hmm. Blacks would still be slaves mm-hmm. if it were up to voters in certain yeah. places. So not how rights work, but that's fine. That's yeah. fine. Yeah. Let's go ahead and build that straw man. Let's let's put more sticks on this pile here. And he, oh, and he's he's already building this this lesbian couple as if they were like, we're gonna go get somebody. We don't like that some people don't like us. And they're these this lesbian couples like, there's a cake shop. We're getting married. I wonder which one he's talking about because there's the one that just barely know. got in trouble and they had a huge monetary fine levied against them, not because they didn't serve them cake, right? No, but no, the fact that they, the they bakery doxed fucking doxed them. Yeah. yeah. God damn it, these people. Not content that they can go to any county clerk in America, even in Alabama, 
and get a marriage certificate for their act of sodomy. They walked into a business that does a thing they want. That's all they did. That's all they fucking did. And then... Had the business had a sign up front that said, no gays, I mean, I'm not happy with that, but the thing is, they would know right off the start what kind of fucking people run that place, and they probably wouldn't have gone there. And it's you illegal. Know? And it's also illegal to do that, because if you serve the public... Especially in California. Yeah. <laughs> but if you serve the public, you you can't just discriminate on you protected discriminate, classes. No. On protected classes. There's a good fucking reason for that. But if this... Now, if this cake maker worked only on commissions and selected each they each customer uh on their own yeah then they could deny they could just say no like they 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 could just say no like, they reserve easy. the right to deny business to people mm-hmm. yes fact, i can understand as serving that. the public they can just say no but just make sure you don't say it's because you're gay <laughs> but they have, have some a, other thing have an open shop where they they serve the public they serve the public doing this thing, and this. I don't like the way that you just... talk to me. Bam! There you go. You don't have to serve them anymore. Yeah. Because it has nothing to do with First Amendment rights, people. Because mm-hmm. that's the government. That's not the people. That... No. Anyway, back to this douchebag. Not content that the government endorses their sin. Now they got to make Christians endorse their sin. No. We don't no. got to no, make nothing. Don't. You want to? You want to keep using taxpayer-funded things to have your businesses? You're going to make everybody else play on the same playing field as everybody else. You're not going to get fucking special privilege anymore. Mm-hmm. Well, they're coming after us, the church. No. Nope. Next no. thing, they'll want to have their wedding ceremony inside of a Catholic church you know, and desecrate yeah, the altar. Them, some of them might, but, but I don't no, think um, they're going to. Catholic churches are under no obligation to... That's a private institution. Right, right. That, that, I don't they, doubt that... Okay, so they are, one, non-profit. Two, they don't serve the public they serve their membership Mm -hmm. and so that means Mm -hmm. they get absolute control over who gets what services in their area right i don't have to just let anyone into my home this is a private home i'm sure they would like a lot of these people would like to get married in the church that they grew up in kind of thing i'm sure i don't understand it myself but i'm just saying that i can understand why people might want to but ultimately it's the church going nah bro that ain't mm-hmm. happening, you know. And that's their right. And they're yeah. assholes. Oh, they're assholes for doing it. For oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, fuck the church. Uh, but yeah, they get that's their right. Desecrate that's their the right. altar. Nobody's no one's disputing that. No, I just find it funny that he's, he's saying that they're they're coming into our church or the church. Like he made it sound like he's a representative of the Catholic Church. And it's like you're yeah, no definitely not. You were a chaplain in the military. And a failed state representative. Mm-hmm. You're not. No. You're, didn't, didn't, God damn it, this guy. No. That's not what this case is about. It's just about making the Christian baker celebrate their wedding with them. And make a cake. Mm-hmm. No, no. They're not inviting not, them not to the wedding. Them. No. It, no. They, they do just you wanted, wish to, they just want Do you cake. wish to receive money for the service that you are doing? Do you wish to receive the funds that I have here? Is my money not worth the same as other people's money? It's just. Really? Okay. Mm-hmm. Whatever you. Whatever. Those are just the human actors in the story. Where are the spirits? Where's the spirit of God? Where are the demonic spirits in this story? Oh, demons. That's okay. 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 We're smart See, people. We can figure this out. Right. So there's demons. Yes. It starts with mm-hmm. demons with starts him with every, time. every time. Every so time. Every time. There's demons. <laughs> what and a then apparently terrible there, god. Apparently there are. That, <laughs> well, no. But yeah, demons, there's, and then there's, there's demons. Cake. And then there's cake. Okay. There's and demons, somehow, there's somehow cake. there are two vaginas involved. 
The, are the vaginas eating the cake? No, the demons are eating the vaginas. Wait, oh, okay. no, I forget about the cake. Okay. Hold on. But there's a cake in there. <laughs> there's a cake. Don't put foreign objects into your no, vagina. No cake and vaginas. No cake. No cake. <laughs> okay. these, these are Probably not demons no. either. I, does, I don't think wait, the demons are good does, for that. Does the buttercream frosting tickle your vagina the way it tickles the roof of my mouth sometimes? I would have if, no if, idea. I'm sure, I'm sure, if, there's, I hate I'm sure that. if there's enough I of it. Yeah. I hate that. <laughs> I, I have no... I don't know. <laughs> you know how long it's been since I've had buttercream frosting? I cut out I cut out added sugar three years ago. Like, I'll say probably when you stop working at the grocery store. <laughs> I I can't I don't I didn't eat the cakes when I was there. Like I because they're gross. <laughs> Fuck. I just don't eat just, I don't eat sweets and I don't like cake. I you know I don't like cake. It's cake a, is a bad dessert. It's a subpar dessert. It really. Is. I'm gonna fight to my last dying breath on this one. Pie is by far the better dessert. Fight me, bitches! Fight me! <laughs> I like, I, I like chicken pot pie. I like savory. I'm not a big dessert oh, person. I like creme brulee. Ooh, is... tarts! Tarts are delicious. That's kind of yeah, like a it's little a pie. pie. It's a little it's pie. A pie. Yeah, <laughs> pastries. Pastries are better. I, you know what? I'm gonna agree with you. Pastries are far superior desserts. Yep, mm. agreed. Cakes? Eh. Why? Why such a big fuss over cakes? Why do we have? Why don't we have a wedding pie? You know, <laughs> you know because, that's a really good point. Because Joffrey ruined dollars. it. I spent three hundred dollars on a stupid fucking wedding cake. I don't even like. It was cake. dry and it was gross and just like oh, it wasn't even worth eating. It was full like of poison, <laughs> ravens, and you can discern the spirits by first discerning the moral choices of the human actors. Are they being influenced by God or by the devil? Well, and you're the arbiter here, Mrs. Huh? Miller. Congratulations. We discern that you are being influenced by the Spirit of God, who tells you that even if it costs you your job, even if it costs you business, even if you get death threats and nasty photos in your email box from homosexual activists who hate you. Hate Jew? Oh, hate you. Okay, sorry. I was Ooh. just going to say, you guys, are we, I mean, we get nasty messages like all the time. We've even had a death threat. Um, but not even like nothing from homosexual actors. No, or, no. Or, or, I mean, <laughs> we've had like people on the LGBT spectrum and enjoy the show. Yeah, because we we're not shitholes like this guy. <laughs> but I'm just saying, we're like welcome. Everybody's welcome here. Attack. They're not I'm saying like people have been mean to us. People have been mean to us. And um, <laughs> are does that make us holy? According uh, what? Okay. If you get, are we messages, one of the baddies? <laughs> <laughs> are we, we get, the baddies? <laughs> if we get the mean messages, does that mean we're on God's side? I just—that's what it sounds like. Like, even if you get yeah. mean messages, you're doing God's work. And I'm like, we get mean messages, like three a day at least. Yeah, <laughs> people are mean to us all the time. Hmm. Spirit of God, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Right. You will continue to love them by saying no. You will continue to love God by saying, God, I want to obey you. I don't want to compromise. I don't want to sin and join them in their sin. We discern upon you the spirit of courage Wait for and it. boldness Wait for it. and purity. Wait for it. Hang on. And you will not be compromised. Wait, you got to hear the, the, the one But this lesbian couple, like so many other activists, they're not content to have their sin in private. They've got to flaunt it in public. Uh, and not just in any public. They've got to come into the Christian business owner's place of business. And force them to join in a sort of uh, perverted threesome. Well, the Christian is not 
<laughs> well, you know, it's rude the to turn down I the invitation. Learned. The day it's... I learned making a cake for someone is the same as fucking them in a threesome. <laughs> you know, that's gross. I've made my aunt a cake. <laughs> you. Perverted threesome. I mean, as if there's any such thing as a wholesome threesome. Yeah, great. You know, this guy no, is no, 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 no. Yeah, they're, they're all they're all perverted. Think, but well, you know, we need to take that word back. Just like we need to like we're didn't we perverted. say earlier? Yeah, we, we're, we're all perverts. All, yeah. Oh yeah. So yes. Oh yeah. A threesome is perverted because you know mm-hmm. what? It's beyond the norm. You know, <laughs> it's like no, yeah. I'm not passing judgment. I'm not. I'm not passing judgment though. That's the thing. I'm just saying it's perverted. Just like. Things that I like are perverted. Oh yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> I was gonna say that. Um, Own your shit, people. <laughs> if God's a good dom, you break the rules to get punished sometimes. Because I mean, the punishment's kind of the fun part. <laughs> ah, hot wax. Ah. Christians sin all the time. Christians sin all the time. They they constantly mm-hmm. are breaking the Ten Commandments, and then they go and ask forgiveness. Because I mean, being a little bad and like. That's kind of the fun part. So is God so, constantly edging the Christians? Is that what we're talking about oh here? Oh my God, he is. Yes. That's what it <laughs> is. Yes, yes. <laughs> Want to get in touch with the Outcasts? It's easy. We're available on most social media platforms as Utah Outcasts. We're on YouTube, Reddit, Patreon, Stitcher, Spreaker. Well, shit, you name it. Uh, you can email us via mailbag at utahoutcast.com. You can always leave us a voicemail or text by using 347-669-3377. Or for those of you who are so inclined, click the Contact Us link on our website, utahoutcast.com, and we'll be in touch. As you know, we've inherited quite a budget crunch from President Trump. How bad is it, Secretary Van Houten? We're broke. The country is broke? How can that be? Well, remember when the last administration decided to invest in our nation's children? Big mistake. The Balanced Breakfast Program just created a generation of ultra-strong super criminals. And Midnight Basketball taught them to function without sleep. What about my pledge to build the world's largest bookmobile? Isn't there any money left for that? No. It's all well and good when... You reference The Simpsons on, like, a comedy show, or you reference it on, you know, podcasts and stuff, because... It's a national touchstone for a lot of things that happen because oh, yeah. it's a show that's been around since I was nine years old. I mean, oh, yeah. it's, it, it's been around a good long time. Just, yeah. about, just about 30 goddamn years. That's mm-hmm. a that's a fucking cultural phenomenon right there, especially since the last couple of seasons I haven't been that amazing. Uh, but that's every TV show, really. Yeah. Well, yeah. they don't they, just, they don't care anymore. It's just what are we going to throw? I'm pretty sure they're approaching it as if they should have been off the air like 10 years ago. <laughs> So the funny thing is, is that we have Ted Cruz that's going to be using the Simpsons as reference points here. And Weird. it's never a good okay, idea Ted. to have the, the skin dancer, you know, the skin suit wearing alien Zodiac from men killer. in black. Yeah. yeah. Zodiac killer. <laughs> oh, God. And this is at CPAC. Ted and Cruz you... for human president. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. I know that you're a big fan of the Simpsons. Uh, I know that uh, you believe that they can tell us actually a lot about it. We're immediately starting with deep policy. Yes, exactly. And I actually believe that you can learn a lot about deep policy by using The Simpsons as a starting point. Uh, for instance. Well, for instance, they taught me about <laughs> what the deficit is when I was a little kid. Yeah. <laughs> that show is notoriously liberal. Yes, it is. 
Yes, and it is. Highly and it politically like the, it charged. It sounds like yeah. they're going to completely misunderstand it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, just wait. Because you remember there is the Simpsons episode where they do the whole uh, we're a gun family thing now where yeah, Homer yeah. uses the gun to shut off the lights and everything. Uh-huh. And <laughs> Oh, yeah, it's one of my favorites. The Cartridge Family, I think, is the episode. Mm-hmm. It's a, I, I bet you he calls it out, too. Hey, hang on. When Homer and Lisa were having a conversation about gun rights in America, they look it up, it's in the Cartridge Family episode. Oh, called it! Uh, Homer points out that guns are for things like protecting your family, hunting delicious animals, and making sure that the King of England never shows up to push you around. Because he's adult. Because, okay, he started out with a thing, hunting Mm -hmm. delicious animals. Okay, Defending your family, hunting Uh delicious animals, and making sure the King of England doesn't come over and take you. That's, (laughs) it's it's absurdism. Oh my god, you guys, they we really need better art education in schools. <laughs> it's comedy. Yes. It, it's meant to be funny. It's meant to not be, taken seriously. Yeah, it's meant to be absurd. Satire. Oh my god, they're going to take satire seriously, aren't they? they are. You should not ever take something that Homer Simpson says like and make it your life's motto and something to live by. You, We're talking okay. about a guy well, that willingly let's, let, let's hear how bad Ted Cruz screws this up. Willingly ate a lump of play-doh so he could gain three pounds to not have to go to work but he forgot that his gut hung on the towel bar <laughs> i thought it was a good idea to use a pecking bird thing to keep hitting the y key on his keyboard while he went to go watch a movie with his moo you know he couldn't dial the phone because his hand was too fat if you agree <laughs> with homer simpson you're wrong that's the point yes he it is the he is Archie Bunker mixed with every other yeah, dumb yeah. American trope that you can think of. Mm-hmm. All right, Ted Cruz, what are you going to say? All good things. Lisa's response to this is to say that, well, Dad, it's actually a relic, a remnant of the Revolutionary War era. It doesn't really mean anything anymore. Hmm. Voice of truth on that Lisa. show more often than that's not is Lisa. Lisa. That's what she's supposed to be. She's supposed to be the yeah. rational one that's. Pointing yeah. out the absurdity of everything. Yeah. And it's, she's also multiple times pointed out to go to extremes about things. Like she yeah. she has to find the balance. And that's been a huge like plot for mm-hmm. Lisa for years and years and years is like, quit being such a fucking radical about everything. Not everybody's coming to get you and your stuff. You like like just because you're a vegan doesn't mean everybody else in the world has to be a vegan. Yeah. Quit trying to push it on everybody. And so there's, yes, there is wonderful lessons to be learned from the Simpsons gun control. That whole episode was a reason why people should not have guns. That was the point. Yeah. He opened a beer with a fucking pistol (laughs) when he was going to bed at night. He's shooting the lights. He's a fucking idiot. God. What do you say to that? I think the Democrats are the party of Lisa Simpson. Mm hmm. Okay. Well, let's let's disagree. not forget that there were episodes where Lisa has shown up as being president multiple timelines in The yeah. Simpsons, mm-hmm. where she is highly successful as a president. Right. Highly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's she. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Mm. But no, the the Democrats are the party of Lisa Simpson. I'll okay. take her. Yeah. Sure. Yes. She's smart. I, yeah, she, she loves she, art. She's yeah. She's clever. She's creative. She's, she's progressive. Open, she gives a fuck. Whether people are included in things, yeah. You know. Lisa's pretty great. 
Lisa bugs the shit out of me sometimes, but I understand her. I I, I like her character. Okay. The As funny thing Michelle is about Wolf would say she's not a nice lady, but nice ladies don't get shit done. No, here's here's the thing. <laughs> here's the real interesting thing. We can make a whole show, a whole separate yeah. podcast based on us talking about Simpsons episodes. We could do this because I've fuck I got I game theory when it comes to Simpsons. Yeah. I yeah. have not watched much. Here's the thing. Watching The Simpsons as long as I have, 30 years of it now, Mm -hmm. and having shit on VHS when I used to watch them there, and having DVD shelf collections of these things, there's a lot that you can... The Simpsons is something, especially when you watch it so long, that you get the story growing up as a boy watching Bart Simpson, and you're like, I like Bart Simpson because he's a precocious young kid and he likes video games, I like video games too. To growing up to being an adult, n- most notably a father, and be mm-hmm. like, okay, I can understand Homer doing a lot of these things. I can understand this. And being a caretaker at my house where I take care of the kids a lot and I do a lot of the stuff around the house, I can see myself as Marge. And sadly, I'm getting to the age where Abe Simpson's starting to make sense on some of the stuff that he said. <laughs> when you can see the world through the eyes of every one of these characters on this show. And that's how they're set up to be. They're set up to be the nuclear family of America kind of thing. They have this not caught quite white, not quite black skin color that's going on there. They have, there's a lot to be said about this show that Mm -hmm. is fucking amazing. But Ted Cruz is going to talk about the Democrats being the party of Lisa Simpson. Oh, okay. That's an insult too. (laughs) To, but to the CPAC crowd, that is because they fucking hate Lisa Simpson. Right, because she's they that, hate women. She's that liberal. She's that feminist liberal woman that, mm-hmm. you know, likes that's to play a saxophone. That's ambitious <laughs> and passionate and vulnerable and courageous and annoying. And uses Apple products. We don't shut the fuck up. <laughs> we don't shut the fuck up. It's one of our best qualities, really. Yeah. I mean, just like us, we never shut the fuck up either. <laughs> so, Ted, what are you going to say about what, what's the Republican Party then in this case? <laughs> and Republicans are happily the party of Homer <laughs> and Bart and Maggie and Marge. Maggie no? turns out they don't you don't get to just get the rest of the family. And what, what about Marge? What? Marge, Marge is- has no agent. March has no agency to the Republicans. She gets to vote for whoever her husband says. Sure. Uh, according oh, to these guys. Right. She's a homemaker. That's that's right. Okay. Um Marge is you. also a very sensitive person mm-hmm. who uh is also the voice of reason. Oh my god. Wow. No. Okay. But she is a she is a Christian. And so there's that going against her. So that's she right. Would, she is a Christian. Yeah. Yeah. But the thing is, Bart would probably grow up to be one of those little L liberals where, I mean, not mm-hmm. liberal, sorry, libertarians that they would probably like, well, can I get my weed? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know that Bart would because he throughout the he show, hates authority. He hates authority, obviously. So, well, he rebels against authority, but he is also yeah. an incredibly empathetic person when it comes down to it. Yeah, and, watching and, him cry because he couldn't get the last couple of points on his history grade. And he and he, mm-hmm. he is smart. They've established that that he is actually quite smart. Mm-hmm. And uh he he is an agent of chaos. So I could see him being more anarchist. Yeah, yeah. more more of a more of an activist like protester. 
yeah. like causing trouble and and challenging the status quo rather than yeah, a lift doing that. Mm-hmm. I see him yeah, I remember being mm-hmm. like that. I, I remember him bringing down a fucking satellite because mm-hmm. he got on those Ritalin type pills. That mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, he's smart and he takes a lot of ambition to get that. <laughs> he's smart. He's yeah, he doesn't like authority, and he, he constantly challenges the status quo. Mm-hmm. That's kind of his thing, is challenging the status quo, right? Like, yeah. pushing those boundaries, really making people question. Like that's- Nobody better lay a finger on my butterfinger. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, but, but, he- but Lisa is more of the ambitious, uh, critically thinking female. She's not a nice right. lady. She's not a nice lady. <laughs> <laughs> no. But okay, but they- Ted. The, the Republicans are the party of Homer Simpson. Yeah, let's see how well that goes for you. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> the guy, the oh. child that strangling. So, that is so, well, it's so appropriate, really. I mean, it really, really is. It's the, so the, on the nose. The, the idiot who, the, the idiot who just. The party of Archie Bunker. There yeah. You go. yeah. The party, <laughs> the party of the, the, the dumb dumbs who ha- don't care to actually learn a lesson ever. Mm-hmm. All right, okay. Uh, No one ever knows how to react to Idaho, ever. Everybody has an image of a potato leap into their head, and that's all you've got. I get this all the time. Where are you from, Idaho? (laughs) Why? (laughs) People ask me why. New York and L.A. has created a special type of geography that basically disregards all the other regions in the country. It's just one big red state and everything past jerseys, corncob pipes, and coveralls. Dan Foreman, a lawmaker a local lawmaker, well, not to us, but up in Idaho, and he's a Republican for Viola, which is in the, uh, I don't know how to pronounce this, Lata, Lata County Fair that was up there, and anyway. He, but fuck it's Egypt, a, it's, got it. It's out in the middle of fucking nowhere, Idaho. Yeah. Let's just put it that way, because Viola, I, I don't remember ever going through there, and I lived in Mountain Home in Boise, and I know a bit See. about, like, places north, like Coeur d'Alene and stuff, but I know Twin Falls and Pocatello, Pocatello. and all these other places, but I don't know a Viola. So anyway, there were a bunch of people that were coming to his office. They had like sent a notice that they were planning on coming down to his office to come visit him in the state house. And apparently he didn't want anything to do with them. And they, they captured the exchange on video. So I'm just going to go ahead and play this right here. Let's talk about disrespect on the roof. I should play back that conversation for you. Accusing me of being a liar. Accusing me of not... Uh, honoring my commitment to be in a meeting. Abortion is murder. I stand against it. I am a Roman Catholic. I'm a conservative Republican. I think what you guys do stinks. That is your choice. You're damn right it's my choice. So stay out of my office. You shouldn't make it other people. Next time you walk in my office, you're going to do what I ask you. So right there, he just threatened the, these people that were his constituents that if they come into his office again, he's going to call the police on them. Hmm. Well, he'd originally yeah. agreed to meet with them, and they met with a bunch of lawmakers, uh, and they yeah. were arguing for access to birth control. Is what they were. Right. Asking, yeah, it was like right Planned for. Parenthood funding kind of mm-hmm. thing. It was. It yeah, was a- they wanted they wanted greater access for college students to have uh, ac- for access to birth control for college students. Yeah, and uh, so hmm. he, he <laughs> decided to make it about abortion, mm-hmm. 
even though they were not talking about they were not abortion talking about it and he got super however aggressive. isn't he however, under uh, ethics investigation for that now oh yeah he, he oh, caught yeah. an ethics investigation for this because first of all you know if you guys want to be the people that are always like well don't let your feelings get involved in this this guy let this thing get way too fucking personal for him especially oh, as yeah. a an, as a state representative mm-hmm you don't get to turn down your constituents like that because they are the ones that put you into that office to begin with. And <laughs> saying that you're a Roman Catholic, you're a conservative Republican, it's like, and the guy was right to say, yeah, that's great for you, but you don't impose that on other people. Mm-hmm. And that's what a lot of these people that are currently in office are starting to catch blowback, especially now that the teenagers from the Parkland shooting are starting to make people wake up to this, like, yeah, we may have put you in office, but there's no law that says you get to stay there, you know, just because yeah. you embody certain beliefs that, that other people believe. It's like, we can very easily get rid of your ass if we don't like something that you said. And I think that we have a lot more responsible citizen, like, uh, uh, what the hell do I want to say? Citizen uh, responsibility coming from the people that are actually voting these folks in. A lot of people are starting to wake up to the fact that you don't have to have these shitty people in there every fucking term. Mm-hmm. You don't have to keep voting them in time after time after time. You can remember, hey, it's this is the internet. We can make checklists of things. Oh, this person did this back then. We're going to vote them out. But the funny thing is, like, this guy is not as far from perfect because he's got another video out there that I dug up and I found on this <laughs> dumbass. Hmm. Where he, yeah, this is this one's funny because he this was at the uh this the county fair in Lada County in October 2017 so like 4 months ago he did this video and apparently there was an argument that was happening and just listen to how he talks to a constituent that was just trying to ask him a question about something here we go this is a sheriff's officer with a camera running up to the the stuff that's going on with the body cam i'm just asking you i'm tired of people like you walking up and Putting out this nonsense. What's going on, guys? That's what it is. Uh, this guy says I'm not doing my job, and he's okay. lecturing I, me on the constitution. Why don't you go ahead and just? Why don't you take a hike? Just move along. Liberal, Thank nuttard. You. Liberal nuttard. He called the guy right there. <laughs> I'm sick of you people coming up to me and asking questions on how I'm doing my job. Come yeah, on. the job we voted you into office for doing. I sure. feel like you should be able to answer those questions. You should like, be able to. Job. <laughs> like, you know. How many people I yell at during the Fourth of July parade, like especially when they weren't sitting judges uh-huh. <laughs> for when they weren't con- like uh, getting our Supreme Court justice put into there. Mm-hmm. I yelled at the senator that drove past. Oh, I'm like, do I your do fucking job, <laughs> because that's my right as a citizen to get oh, yeah. these people to do their fucking job no, because there's... I put them in that office. So no, but that's the thing is that they think that there's been this thing for a long time that uh, they are not public servants they're public authorities and that's how the right that's how the right has treated obama that's how they've treated uh that's how they treat all politicians in fact all this projection that they have yeah yeah it's it's a projection of that these are authorities they are not authorities they're public servants and that's that's the difference that the left is finally waking up to we're finally going wait no 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 they're not you serve me i don't serve you right yeah you're not authorities you're not my you're you're not my lord and I'm not your vassal. You exactly. <laughs> but the but the right, especially on the Christian side, they they think that these people are are ordained by yes, God. Or yeah. ordained by God. Therefore, uh or they are evil people who are taking over the government, right? They treat <laughs> they treated Obama as if he was a, an undeserving king, not a public servant. 
And yeah. they treat Trump as if he's a deserving king, not a public servant. Yeah. That's not how this fucking works. It's public so, service. That's just remember is. what he just said right there, liberal nuttard, which is kind of funny. Yes. Uh, and I, I give this officer credit because he probably shouldn't say what he's about to say. I mean, he, it cuts off right before he says what he's really going to say. Mm-hmm. But just, just you have to hear this just to believe it. Here we go. Yeah, go ahead. Don't go for me. Because you didn't. Nut-tard. Yeah, you're a liberal nut. Go straight to hell, you son of a bitch. Hang on. That's exactly why he's not going to. That's exactly why he's not, not going gonna... <laughs> to. Yeah, he's like, oh, what an asshole. <laughs> yeah, no. That's exactly I, why I, you're going to yeah. lose your office. <laughs> yeah, I looked this guy up. Yeah, he's a piece of work. He's a shit bag of He's a piece of caliber. work, and it's like up in like northern, it's oh. like northern Idaho. Oh, that's where like of. the white supremacists are. Yeah, yeah. That yeah, that's almost Canada, almost Canada. Not quite, but almost. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's up there on the uh, in the border, the border between uh, Washington Gross. and Idaho. Yeah, it's, that's right where Coeur d'Alene is. And, mm-hmm. uh, man. Yeah, Idaho's a, Idaho's a fun state. We think we have a bad here in Utah. <laughs> we get some wacky stuff, but Idaho is just Idaho. Idaho. <laughs> no offense to anybody Man. from Idaho, but no, there are whole I, towns that are just white supremacists. That's not. Yeah, a, yeah. that's not a joke. Like that's the thing. That state, yeah, that state's got some problems. You might want to Google the term uh, "sundown town." You know, <laughs> where <laughs> you know alarms go off, letting people know of color, like you better not be caught here after dark. You know. That's a thing that still happens thing. in it's 2018, people. Yep. <laughs> Fuck, what is wrong with us? <laughs> uh, so yeah, I hope this Dan Foreman guy gets his ass handed to him. I hope he gets censured, and I hope he gets elected out at the fucking midterms this year. Mm-hmm. So, Well, that about does her. Wraps her all up. And it was a pretty good story, don't you think? Made me laugh to beat the band. Parts, anyway. I guess that's the way the whole darned human comedy keeps perpetuating itself down through the generations, westward the wagons, across the sands of time until we... Oh, look at me. I'm rambling again. Well, I hope you folks enjoyed yourselves. Catch you later on down the trail. All right, well, that's it for this week's shows, but don't fret. We'll be back on Friday with a recently declassified episode of our secret patron show for all you freeloaders out there. You get something for nothing, but if you want to hear all the stuff that you're missing out on, please go to our Patreon page and subscribe there. And so in no short order, I want to give thanks to people like Luis Cruz, Alan Firth, Michael Stevens, Not a Russian Spy, The Godless Revolution, Jeff Linville, Mike Bowman, and Darcy Bowman. Rosabelle Howden, Jason Poloni, Jeff Peterson, Larry Wilson, Atheist Ranger, George Green, Satan's Little Monkey, Lord Caitiff, Problematic Podcast, Patrick Neary, Corey Johnston, host of the Brainstorm Podcast and the Hardcore Skeptic, Stephen Andrus, Angelica Pearson, Janet Uter, Desire Lynn Ward, Kimberly Kellogg, Rob Otto, Mike Yoakum, Finno3000, and Mr. Mahoney. From the bottom of my heart, thank you guys so much for supporting the show. We can't thank you enough for it over these past two years. It really does mean the world to me. So before we wrap this up, I need to remind folks that if you don't have the means to share money with the show, please get in touch with us. We'd love to hear from you, especially if you think we deserve some sort of five-star review on whatever service you may catch us on. And with that, it's time to bring episode number 174 to a close. And remember, everyone, 
You're welcome. I'm an alligator. I'm a mama, papa coming for you. I'm a space invader. I'll be a rock and rolling bitch for you.
And now it's time for Letters from Trolls. I just need to get the old Johnny Carson theme song. I'm just... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been 50 years, Yeah, it's been about... Fuck, it yeah, has been can do that. <sighs> it might have been about 50 years, actually, at this point, and then it would be uh, public domain, so... And uh, I actually wrote back on this guy's comment. This, this is all these come from YouTube because nobody has the balls to like email us or text us these things. It's always just hit and run attacks on YouTube. And this one comes from, uh, what the fuck is this person's name? Mike Linder. And I was like, Mike Rinder from like Scientology. I'm like, oh no, it's Linder, oh, not yeah. Rinder. Mm -hmm. Okay, damn it. And it's us uh, talking about something that Ken Ham was pissed off about. Uh, yeah, what's his name? The the guy from Cosmos, uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson. Oh, something oh. That he did. I don't remember the video because we've put so much out there. Mm -hmm. Hey, you remember that one episode of that one thing no, you guys did? No, no, I'm sorry, honey. I no, we not. didn't. <laughs> I'm sure if you let me watch it for a few minutes, I'd be like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. okay, I remember this. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I this. yeah, like I would, yeah, yeah, because yeah, that's how our brains work. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Oh, God, we need to go back together and listen for the patrons to our first episode of the show. Oh, oh no. Oh, no. no, I don't want to do that. <laughs> I don't want to do that. Oh, to go back into the past and no. hear about it. Anyway, back to, back to this guy. Mm -hmm. He writes us a comment saying, atheists and their fake science laughing and mocking God. And here's my, re here's my reply to this guy. I said, fake science that you're currently using to mock us on the internet. <laughs> Fuck out of here. I'll mock your non-existent god every day. It's like, oh, science is fake. Except for the science I like and I'm using. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this oh, I'm a, I'm a, consistently provable and predicts outcomes. Yeah, yeah that's science. Yeah. You know, except yeah. for that. Yeah. yeah. You know, and that medicine that you use and, you know, every other fucking modern luxury that you have from not being a caveman is due to science, you and dickwad. Besides, your god's an idiot. He said a mustard seed is the tiniest seed on the planet. He's a fucking... He said bird, bats are bird. He said bats are bird. And rabbits god, chew their cud. Yeah. <laughs> your god once cursed a fig tree for bearing, not bearing fruit out of season. All right? Your god's a fucking idiot. It's not more than a mouthful. Dang, or... <laughs> How can you sell that? Pro How can you? Mm, there's no way to put a positive spin on a tiny dick. There's no baby dick. <laughs> Why am I recording this? Whatever you. No, 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 no. I'm my headphones consistently slide back off my pants to see if I had a bruise, but then I remembered I'm not wearing underwear and we have a show. <laughs> <laughs>